1: Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the
2: world we we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who
3: still escape right.
1: now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with some women that are just near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about today's show uh, is the end of the year and we're declaring victory over all of our survivors and all of our volunteers. And all of you who are out there doing the hard work out there uh, of restoring lives. Uh, and, and, and and today we're going to be hearing from survivor leaders in the community that have the victory before I introduce them, however. I want to talk about a uh victorious uh partner in justice here, uh Miss Fanita Hopkins. Welcome. Howdy partner. Howdy. So um hopefully you're enjoying, you know, this Christmas season. Uh, you guys have uh you know, our shows over the last couple of weeks have been all about uh just staying connected to you and the Lord and your families and not getting too, you know, too, too out there, too stressed out. Um, And so so hopefully today is it gives you an opportunity to reflect on what really matters and what really matters to love. Never fails is the is this is the daily uh, plight, the daily commitment and the daily, even failures and successes of our survivor leaders. And today we have three powerful women in, in the studio. And I'm going to start off with, uh, one of our leaders. It's actually a member of our board and, and she is on the line today. Uh, Brianna, gr- w- welcome to the show and great to hear that you are, uh, doing well. So excited to share with everyone what you're up to. Brianna, welcome. Hi, thank you. Hey, Rihanna.. <laughs> and Hello. then we also have with us another uh just leader who's doing some big things actually leading um, leading as a peer advocate in our Sacramento county house. and that is Natisha. Welcome, Natisha. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Natisha. <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least is our uh, lovely Rache, who's doing some awesome work uh, over at Double Portion and working with uh, a real estate team and just doing a lot of great stuff. Welcome, Rache. Hi. Yay. Yay. So, these women, um, first of all, I am so proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank I you. am. Man, I I don't want my kids and my husband to hear this, but in the Lord, to hear But you're the reason I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No. <laughs> but seriously, you make my heart go pitter patter, and I um I'm I'm just amazed. Um, and and because because you know. Of, of where we've come, you know, how far we've come. And I want to talk a little bit about that. So for, for our listening audience in our housing program, we have uh, you know, we, we, we the vision was to have three phases of uh, of um, and that really kind of follow along the lines of the stages of change mm. and and. Uh, and really give people space to be where they need to be before they're forced to be somewhere else. Mm. Um, oftentimes, uh, many, many uh, organizations, many people think, oh, you rescue and uh, you're done. But we all know that rescue is not enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so w- in our housing program, we have a, a certain period of time, uh, six months at the moment. We've changed a couple of times, but it's six months <laughs> for stabilization. That's phase one. And we have a house that's dedicated to stabilization in Alameda County. Uh, we also then we move our ladies actually to phase two, um, which um, at, at one point was also in Alameda County. We also have a house now in in Sacramento County and uh, we're providing sta- uh, sustainability in that home. And and interestingly, we actually uh, moved, uh, we created that home in, uh, in Sac County because of the ability for a woman and her children to actually get their own place nearby. Um, so we felt that as part of sustainability, that's where you're actually connecting, going back to school, you're getting a job, you're creating community, you're reunifying with your children. All of these things are happening. We thought, you know, we're, we want to be able to do that in a place where people don't have to, um, you know, the people can actually rent their own one bedroom apartment for a reasonable amount and afford it. And so Sac County seemed like a great place to do that. And so we're doing sustainability phase two there. And then phase three is independent living. And what does that mean? That actually means you may have your own house. You may purchase your own house. You may rent your own apartment. You may rent a room in somebody else's house, but you're living independently um with some support from, uh, you know, a case manager and from uh, all the different community members that you've been working with all along. And so here we have uh, three uh, women that are kind of in those three different spheres, if you will. And I wanted to, um, uh, you know, share a little bit about what they're doing. I want them to be able to share how that the progression has worked for them and um, and how they're feeling about their lives today. And so so we have um, uh, Brianna and Brianna, you've been uh, involved with Love Never Fails for what, four years now? Yeah. And so maybe you could tell us a little bit about, you know, you, you came in touch with us um and and what does the progression look like since you've come? Um, and in and, and contact with us, and 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 of course, I want to focus a little bit. You know, I want to shift the conversation away from, you know, we all we know that you guys are survivors, and um, sometimes that can be triggering to dig into how you, you know, you got ensnared in human trafficking. I want to focus today on how you have how your life has been transformed, how you have realized your own talents and gifts. And how those are being applied towards your life, making your life better, but not just your life, because you are such a blessing, Brianna, to so many people around mm. you. I want to talk about how you are being who you were created to be. Mm. So tell us more. Yeah, it's
4: been a journey. <laughs> um, first starting out, it was pretty rough. Um, trying to figure out what i wanted to do um i had all these emotions and thoughts running through my head uh so in the very beginning i kind of just tried a little bit of everything i went from um trying to do cosmetology <laughs> i got into accounting and i tried to figure out you know what would stick Yep. um and so now <laughs> my life is finally coming to where um, I know it was Vince be, now I'm doing popcorn, and I'm um running my own business, and I'm getting to fulfill my dreams,
3: yeah. Well, let, come on now. Let, let, <laughs> hold on a minute here. Brianna, are, Brianna, are you Jamaican? <laughs> uh, <laughs> My husband is always asking me if Brianna is Jamaican because she got many jobs. She got many jobs. And for those of you who are out there in Jamaica and say, what's she trying to say? I got family members that are Jamaican, so I have the right now. <laughs> but no, if you have. You're not only in business to make popcorn. You make popcorn, Katrina's popcorn. And we're going to we're going to. Tell the listening audience how they can support you a little bit later. But you also have, you, like my dog Freedom. You, you're a breeder. You also, um, uh, you actually groom her all the time <laughs> for me. Wow. Um, you, um, you, you, you were one of the front-running um, uh, cleaning service. What was the name of the company you were with at one point? Um, it's Homejoy. Homejoy. Yeah. So you were one of the top. Um, uh, technicians there. Um, you uh, were working for a very well-known accounting firm assisting the CFO for a couple of years. You just recently departed from that. I mean, I'm bragging on you. I'm sorry, Brianna. Uh, you, uh, you know, I mean you you sell toys during the Christmas season. Uh, wait, do you tap dance? <laughs> I know you tap dance. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're a great mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the. All, she, the other day, Brianna brought her two nieces over, or three nieces over, and they were just you know hanging on her every word. They were dressed to the nine. She had them in these beautiful dresses, and they were fighting a little, though, huh, Brianna? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but just doing an amazing job, mm-hmm. and there's more. Yeah, right. There's more. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and hear a little bit more from you. I want you to just come on. Tell us.
0: Tell us, Brianna. There's so much in there. What's your secret?
3: Yes. And not to your popcorn, but to life. Is it all about the cayenne pepper or what? All right. We'll be right back. And uh, thank you for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: And hey, welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So, Rache was just commenting on the fact that I left off a little bit. You want to tell what I left off on Brianna's list? <laughs>
5: yeah, she she does hair. Uh, yeah. My first encounter with her, she styled my hair. And as we were talking, I just kept bringing up different things. Um when it came to cooking and everything else, oh, yeah, and, every, and everything I say,
3: she I did. Do I do that. I do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should go to school. I do that, too. Accounting, yeah, I do that. Oh, yeah. Psychology. Are you still in school for psychology, Brianna? No, I switched my major. Down. Oh, okay. Well, I'm telling you what, there's a lot going on over here. So... Tell me about, you know, so you're coming into your, you're, you're kind of getting a, uh, into your mojo here. You know you know what you want to be doing. You know what you're gifted at. What do you think that is? Um, I think, well, I know
4: part of what I'm supposed to be doing is helping to educate other young ladies and guys on the warning signs of human trafficking. And so, and running my own businesses. Currently, that's what I'm doing. I'm using my current business to help um, other people
6: avoid what I went
4: through. And my goal is to have at least 10 businesses by the age of 30.
6: Wow.
3: And you will, and you will. And you you will. will. Amen. And remind me, how old are are you now, Brianna? There you go. Yeah. You're on an eight-year plan. Yeah. 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 Well, you already got like eight. Five. Okay. All right. Well, you know, again, you, you know this. I'm one of your number one fans. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bo Ghirardelli, who's been a huge supporter of yours and helping mm-hmm. you launch your, your your business and Regina from Regina's Door. And, um, and then also my husband, um, Tim uh, Russell from Renaissance Entrepreneurship Center. All the different teams that have come alongside you that are getting you, you know, tabling opportunities to sell your popcorn. And if there's anyone who's listening, I mean, here you have a survivor leader that Multi-talented, who is willing to do what it takes to get to the tables, to get to the fairs, to get to the events, to not only sell product but to uh, help you realize that uh, there are survivor leaders that are living victoriously and that are multi-talented and that and that and, and that have a message. Of prevention and a message of love for those around her. So, 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 um, please do invite Brianna out and we'll, we'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about how you can connect to her popcorn business later. So, Tish, um, just a little bit of background on Tish, right? So, Tish has been with us for a couple of years and came through our housing program phase one and phase two. And now she is actually a leader, um, living independently, but as a peer advocate for, um, our phase two house. Woo, 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 woo. Tish. Tell us about your, you know, your path and what, what you're realizing about yourself and, and and maybe some of the aha moments as you went.
2: Um, what I've realized um, is all the obstacles I've been going through since I was uh, in my young 20s, I'd say, um, I'd say for me, all the obstacles that I've had to go through being a being out there without any support that there were lessons from that yeah and so now living as a peer advocate and knowing what's going to come through these doors and who's going to need help I'm able to help them with that and I know that from my own experience you know they have they would have somebody to talk to who knows where they're coming from yeah I like, the, I like that part where I can help them you know cope with it or you know even just to talk about it so so we can talk together and 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 succeed through it more than have it take over our lives. Hmm.
3: Yeah, and so thinking back uh, to, you know, you, when the first couple of weeks that you came into Phase 1, did you think that you would be where you are now? Hmm.
2: To be honest, I wasn't sure, because all I wanted was to be safe, and I got that. Hmm. I got the the safety and the love and the compassion that I, that I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. And so the more and more I did stay, it did grow on me that, you know what? I could do better. I am doing better. But when I first got there, I, I really just liked being there and being loved on. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see myself doing this at first, but the. Love Never Fails helped me grow into a better person and into the leadership role that I'm into right now.
6: Hmm. And you're such a great person at it. You're an easy person to talk to and, yeah. and to listen. And you're great at that dish. Yep. Thank you. Very supportive. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. And, uh, you know, thinking back to uh, watching you work at the double portion store when you worked there, oh. uh, you were... You're on the go, mm-hmm. you know, moving and pushing and pulling and, and all, yeah. That store
2: kept me going. It was a real fun, <laughs> fun experience at that store. You know, you just getting the the customers in there was a real was a real pleaser. You know, it, it just kind of brought out that um, enthusiastic side of me.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: that you know that I wasn't sure where I can put it, but all that you know energy balled up. Yeah. You know, it went into trying to get customers into the store, and that's where all my, you know, happiness and joy. You know, smiling at people, waving at them, letting them know about double portion, and it was it was a great experience to to be part of that.
3: Yeah, and and it was it was just wonderful to watch you and Tiana kind of tag teaming mm-hmm. and and uh, just just getting it done, you know, and and really educating the community. What I love about uh you know a storefront and i think you know you, you, we we've we've seen it with regina's store they do amazing you know community outreach mm-hmm. as and then a, a, a side pro- byproduct is selling the clothes Right. but right. it's that community outreach right. and then the fact that we could do something similar not vintage clothing store but you know something similar in Hayward um is so awesome and i my hope is that other organizations, you know, I think Shepherds Gate has a couple of stores like that and Crossing the Jordan has one in, in Santa Rosa. It's just a great way to not only make income for your organization, but to provide survivors the opportunity to work, to reengage with the community and to, um, like you said, realize that there are these customer service skills, that there are these sales skills and to educate mm-hmm. the community about what, you know number one about what human trafficking is but but also that you know what I realize is that there's so many stereotypes about survivors mm. that they're mm-hmm. this way or that way they can't do this or they can't do that and it's like it's not true mm. it's just not true so um, and she so, says it with such great enthusiasm yes I do
2: I still do it too even when I'm out and about in this county I, I'm going to stores, and I have flyers in my car.
0: Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> not surprised. What you
2: need? What you I'm need? Still <laughs> i got scarves. My car and I'm still giving out flyers. Here, people, yes. learn about other hotels. And I was with Michelle, um, our friend Michelle, the other day, and um, she was like, you're passing out flyers? I'm like, yes,
3: I am tr- still trying to get the word out. Yay. Saying, Amen. You the bomb. You the bomb. <laughs> So so I, I, I'm very curious because I'm sure, and I actually want to go back and ask Brianna this as well. Has there been a moment where you were just like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm done.
2: Uh, yes, there have been quite a few. I mean, especially <laughs> with the struggling with the single mother thing. Um, there have been times where I'm just like, everything is um, too much for me sometimes. But mm-hmm. I have to learn that, you know what, I can take a break and breathe mm-hmm. and then get back to it. You know, so the, it's only human to want to step back and take a breather. So yeah. I have learned to
3: do that and and learn to learn when to take them and when it's appropriate. That's good. So yeah. a few steps back. And when you take those steps back, is that just like, you know, you, you get you allow because I do this with myself. I allow myself to get ugly for a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I get ugly and I I think ugly things and I say ugly things and I, you know, I grump and groan and this and that. And then I'm just like, you know what? And then I might, you know, obviously i usually go to prayer and that helps turn it around for me. Um, yeah. Is that what you do or is there a different process?
2: Um, usually what I would do in that type of going to God about it, I would just open up my Bible mm-hmm. and it didn't matter what I turned it to. I would just open it. And because I know there's there's always something good in there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. It, it came from him. Yeah. So All I know is that if I open up my Bible and I just read, I would feel better because that's where I need to see myself and not out there towards any vigilance, basically. I don't want to, you know, turn to that. Yep. So when I feel like something's overpowering my positive state of mind, Hmm. I know I have to open up my Bible and read it.
3: Come on now. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm pumped. Um, We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back and we're going to hear from Rache and the rest of the group. And thank you so much for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today, and our session today and our show is called Victory with Survivor Leaders. And we are talking about um, the progression, the journey. Uh, none of us have arrived, right, I, Benita, hmm. Did you? Have you arrived? I have not arrived. No, I have not By arrived far. either. I'm still working on it. You know yeah, me too. So so you know we are talking about the the uh journey uh towards complete restoration, complete healing uh and also towards your gift. And your gift, which means you're giving it right, mm, mm. and the giving back aspect and and these ladies that have been uh speaking uh thus far brianna and uh tish and and now rache are giving of themselves in so many ways to the mm. community uh because they have been poured into and they're they're paying it forward they're really uh reaching out to those in their community and I can't think of a a better set of of women to to represent mm-hmm. um you know what can happen. Uh, when you come into agreement with who you are, uh, with who God says you are, with um, with um, sometimes those times to step back, even come into agreement. I'm going to step back. I'm getting my word. I'm going to step back and get ugly, whatever your process is. But I'm going to keep moving on my journey. Rache. Hey. Hey. So Rache is uh, doing some amazing things. First of all, Rache is a poet. And, yes. Uh, she's a poet. Yeah. And she's going to share some poetry with us um, in a minute. But, Uh, She is also uh, one of the young ladies is working in our store. Um, Mm -hmm. She's a wonderful mother. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been doing some praise dance with us. Um, She's an intercessor and um, she has also, uh, I think uh, is going to have a great career in real estate. Uh, That's something that she's working on (laughs) amongst other things. Uh, And, uh, you know, I, what I want to ask, I want to start with is you, you, you joined, you came into contact with Love Never Fails in December of last year, correct? Yep. So it's been a year. Just a couple of days shy, about a week or so shy of that. Okay. So you came into the program. Just keep it real, girl. You, you came into the program. You were like, what? What'd you think?
5: <laughs> oh, I came in and... um of course, when you're in a when you're in a place where you really don't want to be, but you know you need to get out, it's that part of you that wants to help, and then you get to help. And I actually was in a very spiritually broken place, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll go to church. Yeah, I'll go. I'll do all this, and I get in that house. I mean, I'm like, oh, I can't go. Yeah, it was a complete shutdown. It was." Um, it was a lot for me mm-hmm. and really to even receive and even trust the people that are there um, to help me. It's been a uh, it's been a real process.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And um, I believe the whole thing is not more so about the people, but really about the trauma in the past and then dealing with it um, relationally to God. Mm-hmm. And
3: um and so you had a background in the church, yes? Mm-hmm. yeah. And when you came, you had some church hurts that you came with. And, True, yeah. mm-hmm. and during that time uh, where, you know, there were times when we might pray or we might go to church, uh, you, f- you felt, like, uncomfortable with that?
5: Oh, I had straight panic attacks in the church. Mm. Like, um, when it first being in the house and it coming down to even a day they're saying, we're going to go to church, I, like, freak out. I couldn't go. And... There was a lot of understanding and compassion with that, so mm-hmm. but um even with starting to go getting my foot out the door and getting into a church, it still was very, very hard for me to trust that place, yeah, mm-hmm. to even trust god really um, um it j it it was um. It's amazing where I'm at now, though. With that, Um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of that's a uh, uh, it was a real hard place
6: for me there. Mm -hmm. But it was okay for you to be in that hard place, though, right? Definitely. And you weren't forced to go to church or to go to this meeting or that meeting. No, you had you had that opportunity to choose if you decided to do that. correct?
3: Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so, what what choices did you make? and where what choices have you been making Um,
5: pressing in to God Hmm. even in my mistrust Uh and also for me having to remember who was it that was even my reason of um, wanting to come out of the lifestyle that I had been living or even the person that um, gave me what I needed to want to fight for something
3: better for myself. Yeah. And that was your connection to God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I know that you had lots of other motivators as well. Your, my daughter, your daughter my yeah. daughter, yeah. Um, just broken relationships with my mother. Mm-hmm. Brokenness within myself. Yeah. And so you, you had that time of stabilization Um, And then you moved into this sustainability place, uh, right? Phase two, Mm -hmm. uh, where you started working and, um, you know, now you're, you know, you're going, you went back to school and so on. And and Mm -hmm. how was that transition from stabilization to sustainability and, and starting to do all of those different things? How was that for you? With all the multiple
5: feelings that I had, I want to say that I really think that it's important to give yourself time in this process because I and. I am still working on making sure that I'm not over anxious. I can do this. I already have this type of mindset. I have this type of experience and background, but, and pacing myself. So I, there was many a times where I wanted to rush out of that yeah. and became very frustrated with the process and these rules and different things, but they were all good for me. Mm-hmm. So even within that transition, I'm glad that it did it, that it happened the way that it did. Yeah. Because when you're over rushed. mhm. And you're, you really haven't gotten to core things. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: I think it, it's a more liable chance of old behavior Mm -hmm. coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. that transition for me was really good because by the time I transitioned into that phase two, I had already started to build or amend a relationship with God Mm -hmm. and learning things about myself Mm -hmm. and, um, in reality with old things that i didn't want to continue to do Mm -hmm. so transitioning into the uh phase two um true i was ready yeah i was like Mm -hmm. let's go you know today's the day you want to do it today you know (laughs) yeah let's do this Mm yeah and even then in that phase still having some like oh yeah i gotta deal with life
3: yeah Mm -hmm. you know and I, one of the things that I really love is that you spend so much time with your daughter now in, you know, in phase two. And, and you guys are doing things together and mm-hmm. you're going to the beach and you're, you know, you're just, just enjoying life. Mm-hmm. I just love to see that.
5: I really appreciate the support that the program has when it comes to... Um, so soft I'm trying not to cry.
4: <laughs>
6: <Go ahead. laughs> it's so, okay. We uh, always have those moments. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
5: the support that the program has, especially when it comes not only to us as um clients, but our the mending of everything. The children, um, there's like never not a moment like I need to get my daughter or I never had any not had any help in that or even thoughts of others who think of me and my daughter Um, When it comes to maybe a need that I haven't even said, it's um, such an overwhelming of love that it's ridiculous. It's not even something that I'm used to. Mm. I I, at times get um, really um, overwhelmed with that.
3: Yeah, it's so funny. Like the other day and this is where I know God is in this, right, because the other day. Uh, you had made mention that you wanted to buy something special for Leilani and I and I said oh yeah I want you know I I would love for that and you know but we only have these two we had two different agencies that were giving us gifts but they weren't specific ones that we could ask for and this family calls me up and says I know you have a little girl in the house <laughs> and my daughter the my daughter who's 5 wants to buy her a present wow <laughs> Wow. And so they are buying the specific thing that she wants. Wow. Love never fails. <laughs> and right? I was like, "Oh man, that brought tears to my eyes <laughs> because he I, we just made the request known mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then he put it on somebody's heart, a baby's heart." Right. Right. And to bless another baby. I was like, Oh my gosh. It's so cool. So you are in, you are on the mind. You're on God's mind. You are running through his mind. You know what? You must be tired because you've been on my mind all day. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was
6: just remembering that one. Oh
3: my goodness. (laughs) Sorry. Let's keep it here.
6: (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it back. I I have to remind her of that often. Yes. I, I remember when I first met you and, um, at our advance and I knew then there was something special about you and that you were special in the sight of the Lord you know like all of our girls are but it was something special about you and I'm not surprised to see the path that you're
3: on right now by any means I think Bonita just said like Rache her favorite Tish and Brianna I have, that's not what I said I- She kind of did not. (laughs) We're gonna come back and we're gonna work this out. (laughs) I
6: did not say that.
3: (laughs) We're gonna work this out in just a second. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: (laughs) We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Number Fails. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, we're in the studio today. We're talking about victory for our survivor leaders. And uh, we were just kind of touching on the, the, the journey of each of our beautiful women that are here. Um, and, and I guess we're, I want to kind of open it up a little bit to the three of you uh, to just chime in and kind of talk a little bit about um I'd love to get your perspective. If you were talking to, I'll, I'll get, I'll ask Tish this. If you were talking to a young lady uh, that or young man that was out, you know, in the life right now, um, what what would you say to them? What what would be your advice? Uh, let's see, advice. I'm not really sure about the advice,
2: but what I can tell them is that no matter what they're going through or what they think they need right now there's nothing compared to what God has in store for them mm. because they're just going through this temporarily. You know, this is just something that they're just, you know, it's passing time. But what I would say is like, you know, there is life beyond this. Yeah. You no, know, this isn't what you have to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, there's more to yourself than what you see.
0: Mm.
2: You know, you just have to give yourself that chance, you mm-hmm. know, to become a better person and touch lives better than how you're touching them now. You yeah. know, it's, it's, you know, touching is a very intimate thing, but also depends on how you're doing it. Mm. You know, so I, I would just let them know, like, you know, you don't have to do this, you know, there's love out there for you, mm. you know, and people like Love Never Fails, they can help you find that for yourself and and help you do better.
3: Yeah. Yes. Amen. Well, that's beautiful. And and so Brianna, uh, just thinking a little bit about a different uh person that y- you might be speaking to. What would you say to a person that doesn't believe uh or doesn't know that human trafficking is happening to our, you know, to to our own people here. You know, this isn't a thing that's happening internationally. This is th- happening here to US citizens. Uh wh- what would you say And what would you want them to know about survivors that are in the community?
4: Um, First of all, I start off, I come across a lot of people who say that, like, oh, I thought it only happened overseas, or I can't believe it's here. And I show them, um, I share a little bit of my experience and show them that I'm living proof. You know, I didn't come from a background that was um, my mom. We live in a pretty nice neighborhood, you know. Nobody would have ever expected that I would have ended up trafficked um, so I share a little bit about my story and I tell them that it happens all the time that I'm one of many and um, that it's important to keep your eyes open. I share the the ways and tactics that the guys sometimes use. I share um, how the ladies or guys might feel when they're going through it and sometimes they even tell me like oh yeah I know somebody who may be like that um, and I tell them, you know, how they can get help, that they can call them so, that they can call the hotline. And the most important thing is just to let those people know that they're valued, they're loved.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And then, Rache, um, speaking to your 18-year-old self, if you could go back and speak to your 18-year-old self, what would you say?
5: That you're loved. Mm-hmm. And it's okay not to be like the world around you.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm. I know you have a poem for us. And I'd love for you to share it. Is this
5: a clip into how I see my victory? Just a little bit. And um, here goes. When I was lost in the dark and it was your protecting light that kept my life safe. When I searched for you and your hand was open and waiting... When the world treated me as a slave, when you had already anointed me royalty. When I looked in the mirror and couldn't love what i seen, you cleaned the eyes of my heart and let me see what you see. When I had been attacked, tortured, mentally, physically, and spiritually ravished, you covered me in your blood that had shared the same affliction, took away every conviction, sealed every scar, and gave me a new start. When I turned my back and went back at it, You still never left. You came into the hell I had chosen and fought for me. When the storms come now, I look through them, see you, and know my victory has and always will be you. Amen. Wow.
3: Wow. Woo! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> to say yay! yay. <laughs> oh, so you guys love each other, <laughs> 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 but I love you more. <laughs> well, um, I'm just so grateful to have you guys on the show, and um, I just uh, pray that you uh, will continue to walk in the all that God has for you. And I'm excited to have you come back and share uh, progress maybe at the end of next year. You, can we make an appointment? Yeah. i yes? come back anytime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I think we're going to be seeing more of a Shay on Woo-hoo! the show. More of <laughs> it. Um, yes, ladies. So um, thanks again. And um, we're going to actually take a break and we're going to come back because there's lots of events going on in the community. And thank you again for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studios today uh, talking about victory for survivor leaders. And we've got some events going on in the community that uh, allow you to participate in this process. Yes. And first
6: off, I want to thank Brianna Tish and Roche for being with us today. And Brianna, can you let folks know how they might be able to get a hold of Katrina's Popcorn and your venture. Yes.
4: So Katrina's Popcorn is all natural and gluten-free. And if you guys want to try it, um, you can reach us at www.katrinaspopcorn.com. That's C-A-P-R-I-N-A-S popcorn.com.
6: Great. There you have it, Katrina's popcorn, and um, we have a plethora of events coming up this next month. Being January being Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and we're going to start with on the 11th. The there will be a Protect Conference Call for the state. Um, on that day, you can go to the website to get the numbers so that you can listen in and participate in this conference call. Um, and learn everything about our protect uh, dot or our protect now curriculum with children fifth, seventh, ninth, and eleventh grade children throughout the state also on the twenty first we will um, are partnering with shade the shade project on their voice for the voiceless rally that will take place again um, starting at the fruitville uh, Bart station area. And so you can check that out at ShadeProject.org. Also, that same week, on the 27th of January, we will uh, be participating in the South Bay Coalition to End Human Trafficking's annual conference. And the conference this year is trafficking, an intersectional approach. And we will be um, presenting uh, a panel on education and how uh, we can get involved and how we have gotten involved, but how others can get involved with educating our children. Um, Also, on the 14th, at Cathedral of Faith in San Jose, they will be having a um, human trafficking awareness conference as well, and we will be participating there, and that is from 10 to 3. The San Francisco Coalition... um, Against Human Trafficking will have their annual teen poster contest. The theme this year is Stolen People, Stolen Dreams. And not only is it a poster contest for uh, junior and high school students from around the Bay, but also a writing contest with the same theme. Uh, The prizes are $500 first place, $200 second place, and $50 for the third place. And um, you can go to sfcats.com. S-F-C-A-H-T to get all the information, the contest rules and regulations there. And so much, so, so much going on. We're so excited and thank you for um, supporting us this last year. And we ask that you continue to reach out and support. If you want to be one of a million ways to do that, you can go to our website at loveneverfailsus.com slash million And it will take you through that process there.
3: Anything else, Vanessa? No, uh, I think Shay was um, going to talk about Double Portion really quick. Yes, please support
5: our store, our community store in Hayward. Um, It's off of Grand, 22580 Grand Street. Come in, bring donations, come check it out, get some more valuable information on how it goes to support... um, other survivors and just we would really appreciate the support it's uh it's a it's a great place that also puts a handout for the community
3: to help them so thank you yeah thank you for all the hard work you and tiana and the rest of the team are doing there we actually are in partnership now with la familia and we have a couple of interns that are uh Are working there as well Uh, they're uh, in high school and they're doing a great job hi ladies and also um, I'm so excited that we are partnering with ARC who provides services to the disabled in Alameda County and we are anything that we can't use um, we are sharing it with them right and what what were you going to say and also with Feed My Sheep oh yeah
5: at uh, New Hope Christian Fellowship Um, every Tuesday they have food giveaway clothes giveaway and a hot meal. And every third Saturday, they do the same. So even if you would like to contribute to support them, they have been um, a tremendous help in their community. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
3: So we're just we're trying to get at it in every way we can. And we appreciate you supporting us and uh, and uh, being the change that you want to see in the world. Um, Of course, uh, we want to uh, encourage you to like all of our pages, stay plugged in. Um we are um at Love Never Fails on uh in terms of Facebook uh fan page. And then we also are um uh, for a double portion, we're on Instagram. Uh we also have a double portion Facebook page, we have a Youth Ac- Commission Against Trafficking Facebook page, a protect uh a Project Look For Me pr- uh Facebook page. So we are all over Facebook. <laughs> and um we take in Facebook over but uh and then a Twitter feed Check which over. is Love Never Fails Five. Yeah. So come and like those pages and and get involved.
6: And, um, you, know, you mentioned the third Saturday. Rache did. Yeah. We will also have our regular outreach, street outreach on the third Saturday of in January. January. Yes. Do you
3: know where we're going yet? No, I do not. Not yet, but yes. OK. So it's going to be, what, uh, five, six thirty uh, meeting at Faith Fellowship Church Correct. in San Leandro, five, seven, seven Manor Boulevard in San Leandro. So we look forward to seeing you out on uh, in January. Yes, on um, the 21st. And I think the main thing we want to just make sure you know, have a happy new year. Yes. We love you. Yes. And yes. of course, we want to make sure that other you know that uh, others love you. Of course, you know, ending our show, um, just encouraging you to let you know that you have the victory. And yes. You, you are, are loved. loved.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at AbolitionRadio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. And click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set Captives Free.
0: You're
2: in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the world we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still escape our eyes.